Welcome to Echoes of Holiness podcast. John, it's good to be in a fellowship meeting tonight. Good to be in service with you. Appreciate all that they have done to get ready. Time spent, and we like to honor them tonight for their efforts. The Bible said, Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. And I believe that tonight. Great is the Lord, and He is to be praised greatly. And uh, I don't know that we'll praise Him as great as He is tonight, but if you don't mind, would you take a moment? Stand with me and let's give glory to God. Try to get Him in a place He belongs tonight. Father, I thank You today for the Book of Psalms, if you'd like to read with me tonight, Psalm number 3, beginning in verse number 1, the third Psalm, beginning in verse number 1. The Lord has certainly been good to us, moved for us and helped us many, many times. I pray that He'll quicken my heart tonight and yours. <clears throat> Verse 1 said, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. Selah. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of mine head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me. Out of his holy hill, Selah. I laid me down and slept. I wake for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. Rise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Amen. And I, that's not my subject tonight necessarily, but I'd like to say amen to the Word of God. Amen. Salvation belongs unto the Lord. Amen. It's His to do with as He pleases. It's none of the devil's business tonight. Salvation belongs unto the Lord. Amen. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Amen. Selah. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. In my Bible there, yours probably does too, some of the Psalms are tagged with remarks about uh, the 
the instrument that was used, the kind of song that it was. Some of them, like this one, list the place and the time that David wrote this psalm. And it is a psalm of David when he fled from Absalom his son. And uh, Lord, how are the increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there's no help for him in God. And uh, I don't know about you tonight, but I assume, Brother Gerald, that that must have been a very low place that night. And uh, his own son rising up and raising his hand against him. And uh, you've been in church, you know the story, took his place. And it looked like in another psalm, David said, if it had been my enemy that had rose up against me, I might could have took that, but it was my friend, uh, the man that we'd went up to the house of God together, we'd took sweet counsel together, probably speaking about Ahithophel. And it looked like if Absalom would have followed his advice, David would have died that night as he went down there and went down to the brook and crossed it. And uh, it looked like a very low place. Men come out to curse him, and people said, let's take their life. And he said, no, if God wants him to curse, then let him curse. And he said, many there be, uh, say of my soul, there's no help for him in God. Amen. And uh, probably one of, if not the lowest place, I suppose, a man could get to have his own son rise against him and his own dear friend. Amen. And I don't know how many there were, but there were many people that said that night, his days are over. Amen. David's kingdom has come to an end, and he is finished. And uh, many there be which say of my soul... There's no hope for him in God. I come tonight to preach about these voices. Amen. And to preach about the Word of God and the voice of the Lord. Amen. And the Bible said, David, in writing this psalm, turned in his mind, in his heart, Brother John, towards the Lord. And he said, But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of up of my head. Salvation belongs to God. Amen. I know tonight that we are, we, amen, face uh, battles and, and uh, hardships and trials. And uh, some of them are very physical in nature. But I'm convinced tonight most of what we battle, we battle as the devil wars with our minds and tells us things, and tells us lies, amen, that we believe until we get ourselves in a place, amen, that we cannot hardly live for God, amen, like we need to, amen. And uh, I come tonight with my message, and I didn't get it since I've been here, but Brother Ken testified, amen, and I'll just use him for an example, he won't mind, amen, but he said the devil told him, I'm going to get you, Amen. And so you wore that. But I want to tell you tonight, the devil has no power to get, Brother Ken. Amen. Amen. 
This is a lie that he has told that we have believed. Amen. And I want to tell you tonight, it don't matter how many people saying it. Amen. There may be many that say there's no help for him and God. Amen. But even if many people are saying it, brother, amen, it don't mean it's so. Amen. I believe that the word of the Lord can be spoken over this fellowship meeting. Amen. And I will tell you tonight, there's no limit. The sky's the limit. Heaven is the limit. Amen. If men and women can believe the word of God and the things that the Lord has already spoken as he has spoken good concerning us. I don't need him to say another word. He's already spoken good concerning the people of God. Many there be which say of my soul there is no hope for him in God. Do you hear these voices tonight? Amen. Have you ever heard these voices tonight? Amen. I wish I could tell you that I have never been affected Brother Ken, by the lies of the devil. I wish I could tell you that I hadn't had to stop and pray through over what the devil, amen, was warned and telling me and the lies that he was speaking to my heart. Amen. Sometimes I wonder, Brother Gerald, if my preacher brethren have the same struggles that I have. Because some of them don't even act like the devil ever bothers them. Amen. But I have had to stop and go pray. Amen. Until I got to the place, Brother Gerald, I didn't hardly know what to do. Until I had to go ask the Lord, is it true? Is that really right? Is that where I am? Is that what I am? Is that where I am? Amen. Amen. I ain't trying to put words in your mouth, but I dare say the ministry as much as anybody in this building tonight, amen, has to fight the devil. I took the pulpit when he told me, Brother Gerald, he ain't going to help you this time. Amen. It's going to be as dry as it's ever been this time. Amen. And we have to war against that. And I try to reach down something, amen, to get a hold of faith to deliver to you. And all the time I'm wondering, will it come? Amen. Amen. The battle's real. Amen. You say, I've lived good today. Amen. But I dare say we have fought the devil. Amen. And his lies and what he has told us about where we are. Amen. And the outcome and what, amen, is to be done tonight in this service. Amen. And what's to be accomplished in the house of God and what God can or cannot do. Amen. I'd like for you to help me tonight. I have an obligation to preach whether you do or not. But I'd like for you to help me. Not because I'm fueled by amens. But the devil needs to hear you say you believe the Word of God. Amen. Your adversary needs to hear you say amen. Did you know the devil is a liar tonight? Can you say amen? 
The devil is a liar. Amen. There's no truth in him. Brother Ken, every time you've ever fought him, everything he's ever told you, it's been a lie every time. The truth ain't in him. What we're wrestling with tonight is principalities and power. Amen. But Jesus said, I'm the way. I am the truth. I am the lie. You shall know the truth. And the truth will make you free. Amen. Before it gets any higher, and I'm believing it will, you can have help from God tonight if you'll believe the Word of God. Amen. amen. If you'll, amen, make the choice to stop believing the lies and believe the truth of the Word of God. Some of you may have spent years, amen, in kind of a pathway place, a little bit in and a little bit out. Amen. Get a little bit of help and the devil says boo. And you're all the way back down to where you were. I come to tell you tonight on the authority of the Word of God. You can leave that place for once and for all. Amen. Believe in the promises of the Word of God. Amen. And making a choice not to believe the devil's lie. Amen. You choose tonight what you believe. I could tell you come and get help from God. Amen. God wants to help you. God's going to help you. God will meet you here. God will bless you. I have the Word of God to firmly stand on tonight. Every promise in the book is mine. There will be a voice that will tell you tonight, there's no help for you in God. There's no reason to get in. There's no reason to reach for the Spirit of God. It's a lie, brother. Every bit of it is a lie. There is a reason to reach for the Spirit of God. The reason the devil is so affected is not because he can stop the work of God. We'd be in trouble if he could. We'd be in destitute tonight if the devil had the power to keep this meeting under his thumb and to keep any young man or young lady, amen, from getting help from God. But he does not possess that power tonight. And if you would believe God and the Word of God, God would make you free. Amen. Accusation. The devil, among many of his attributes, if you want to call them that, his characteristics. He's a thief. He steals. He kills. And he destroys. One of his works is he is the accuser of the brethren. Amen. We're dealing tonight with an accuser. Amen. I don't know. Not here tonight to try to place it. We may disagree. All I know is the Bible said, Woe unto the inhabitants of the earth. The accuser of the brethren is cast down. Jesus said, I saw him 
All right. Amen. Wherever he is tonight, he is in full force in his role as an accuser. Amen. He accuses us to one another. He accuses us to ourselves. The accuser of the brethren. Amen. I'm headed somewhere tonight. This needs to be said because some of us are hemmed up because of the devil's accusations and because of the devil's lies. Amen. One of the marks of the end time of everything else you can look at tonight and you can find, you're going to see, and we do see one of the marks of the end, there will be many false accusers. And I read in Timothy and Titus, and I found out God don't like false accusers. It's a sin. Amen. Praise God. If you are a false accuser tonight, you are a sinner. You are of your father, the devil. Amen. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands tonight, but I wonder if there's anybody here that's hemmed up by an accusation. Kind of held back, kind of bound by an accusation. Amen. Praise God. Many there be that say of my soul, a lot of voices pointing their finger and saying there's no help for him in God. I don't know for sure, but I dare say 14 and a half years ago, 15 years ago before God saved him, there's a battle, brother, that had to be fought over what people said. Amen. Amen. Accusations. Some of them are false. Some of them, when the devil brings it up, when people tell it, it never happened. It wasn't that way. Some of them are true. Amen. But I want to tell you tonight, there is a very distinct and marked difference between an accusation and the dealing of the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. There is a feeling behind an accusation. Most usually there'll be a finger pointing. Most usually there'll be a thing, a feeling there of death and destruction. Amen. That's how some of you can't tell the difference between God dealing with you and the devil lying to you. And I come to preach to you tonight, the devil came to steal and to kill and to destroy. Amen. There's death behind that pointed finger. Amen. There's no life there. The Lord may deal with you about your sin. Amen. But you'll feel hope in it. You'll feel life in it. Amen. It's the truth and the truth will make you free. Amen. Many... There be that say in my soul and point their finger and say there's no help for him in God. I would tell you tonight I wouldn't let nobody, no matter how many there are, 
I wouldn't let nobody convince me that God wasn't going to help me. Amen. I wouldn't let nobody convince me that God wasn't going to move for me. Amen. I'd like to hail every one of you. Amen. In the utmost respect tonight. But I'd hate for you to convince me that God wasn't going to help me. Amen. As a matter of fact, if every one of you line up tonight and say God's not going to help him, the Bible said let God be true and every man a liar. And if you all said God couldn't help me, if he wanted to, he could. Speak the word. We give the devil too much inroads into us what we got going on between us and God. Amen. He don't have nothing to do with it. It ain't none of his business. If you want to give him a place, you can give it to him. But it ain't none of his business. Folks get up and testify, and the devil's warring with them all the time. Amen. They say things like, I know this don't mean much to you. Now tell him at home, stop saying that. That ain't us. We want to hear it. Amen. My daughter said the other night, you probably get tired of hearing me sing. I got up and told her, I said, stop saying that. And I asked the church, is anybody tired of hearing her sing? And nobody was. It was a lie from the devil. Amen. Nobody's tired of hearing her testify. Nobody's tired of hearing you worship God. The devil's lying to you. And when you give him that credit in the service, he gains more power. Stop saying it. Amen. Amen. You say, we were hindered tonight. Amen. We wasn't, if we'd have believed God, we'd have took a hold of the promises of God. Amen. He's accusing tonight, and I know it. Amen. But do you know the difference between being dealt with by the Lord and accused by the devil? There's a difference. There's hope in, in conviction. Amen. You may feel the destitution of your own sin. But along with it, Brother Steve, you'll feel love. You'll feel life. Every time. The accusation from the hand of the devil, be it from him or anybody he can use, or even if you accuse yourself, it's always hopeless. There's always death. There's no grace in it whatsoever. The accuser of the brethren. This woman in the book of John was brought to Jesus. She was caught in adultery. The very act. I don't have to tell you no more. Amen. She was caught. Guilty. People, men brought her to the Lord. The law says she should be stoned. Oh, she, she was guilty. And they were right. The law demanded she be stoned. I would like to say right now I'm glad for grace. <laughs> 
changed everything. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. It ain't God that's accusing. God might be dealing. And I pray that He is. Amen. But He ain't accusing. She must die. She must die. What do you say? You should be glad tonight that God, the Son of God, is not your accuser. You ought to be glad that there's not that kind of feeling in Him tonight. He came not to condemn the world. It would have been very easily done. That condemnation that we wrestle, brother, it does not come from Him. The accusation, amen, comes from the accuser of the brethren, our adversary tonight. He'd have me accuse you to me and you me to you, and we wouldn't even know why. We was at odds with one another. Amen. To myself, brother, I couldn't hardly find, amen, the grace of God. You said the Lord, amen, put me there. I say He did not. Amen. He come to bring life and that more abundantly. Devil ain't about to get me. I know you're afraid of that. And you're afraid I'm bragging and boasting. I'm not. But, Brother Gerald, I am working against that spirit that says we are just a hair's breadth from being drug out of the house of God, kicking and screaming with no power to do nothing about it. I do not believe it. Peter said we are kept... By the power, God is keeping me. Amen. If I continue in the faith, Brother Ryland, God is keeping me. God's got me in the hollow of His hand. Amen. The feeling that says you can't make it is the devil, and he's a liar. The feeling that says you can't come out and keep the victory. Amen. The devil is a liar. Amen. You see these Egyptians, the will of God is they be put down, be destroyed, and put under to never be seen again. You believe me tonight? You believe the Word of God tonight? I hope you don't think my goals are too lofty. I like to preach somebody out of that pit of despair and then never see the insides of that pit again. Amen. Preach them out of that pit of doubt. Amen. All that spirit that's told them you can't go. Amen. You, I want to tell you, brother, that's not of God. I'll say it again. That's not of God. Amen. Amen. Hopelessness and despair, it's not of God. He may deal with you, but there'll be hope in it. That's how you'll know. That's how you'll know if you're confused tonight and you've been hung up about whether God is talking to you or the devil is lying to you. I want to tell you, the Spirit of God deals with you. There'll be love and hope in it. When the devil accuses you, it'll be the feeling, I'm done. Can't go no further. I'm such a wretch. Such a sinner. I'd like to encourage you tonight to quit hiding behind that as an excuse for not doing nothing. People cling to that because it keeps them on their seat 
and then keeps them saying I'm not worthy to do anything for God. That is offensive to the Son of God who came and bled and died to save you and wash you from your sins, insert you into the kingdom of God, and make you a child of God. Amen. The blood of Jesus. Jesus wrote down, bent down and rolled on the ground, and I don't know what he wrote. Been a lot of speculation. I have no idea. But I know why he was doing that. He had made a comment. He that's without sin, let him cast the first stone. And one by one, the accusers turned and walked away. But there was a sinless one there. He could have. He had the moral authority as the sinless one, the only one of the bunch. He had the moral authority to bend down and pick up the stone. And if he had cast the first one, all the rest of them would have joined in. That woman would have died that day. Amen. But you know what he said? You remember what he said? He said, Brother Jeff, I can't hardly. There's so many voices. You ain't worthy to raise your hands. You ain't got no business going around the altar. All of these accusations. Fingers pointing. The only one that matters tonight. His message is neither do I condemn thee. Go. Do not think tonight that that woman went away feeling like adultery was all right. She did not. Don't get the feeling the Lord winked at it. He did not. But brother, like he done for her, he's done countless times over and over and over again. He has the authority to stone me tonight. Amen. He has the moral authority. He is the sinless one. Amen. He was. He that's without sin. He could have picked it up and started. Amen. And there had been another dead one in the street. Amen. But he said, neither do I condemn you. So the voice of accusation and condemnation and the voice of grace that said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Who are you going to believe tonight? What voice are you going to believe? What voice are you going to take heed to tonight? Amen. I'd like to listen to the voice of grace. Amen. The voice of forgiveness. The Lord said, Go. So the devil said, the Lord's looking for a place to kill you. I assure you, Brother Garrett, the Lord had wanted you dead. There had been lots of places. He'd have took you out. It's a lie. The Lord's looking for a place to help me. He's looking for a place to strengthen me. 
He's looking, Brother Ken, for a place to pick me up. Amen. And to lift me up. I know tonight I can't control everything the devil puts in my head. Amen. To war with me. Amen. But I can control tonight what comes out of my mouth and the place that I give him. Service gets dry sometimes. I don't even, I try not to even act like I noticed. Because I'll tell you what happens. Somebody get up and testify and say, it's dry tonight. You mark this down. Somebody else will say it too. And before we're done, we just soon lock up and go home. I tell them sometimes at home, Brother Gerald, ain't nothing happened today. Change God a bit. He ain't decreasing His power. He ain't decreasing His glory. And if the only reason you was praising Him is because everything is going your way, amen, it's way too shallow anyway. Amen. Let's stand and give glory to God. And you'd be surprised. Maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. Amen. But you'd be surprised, Brother Gerald, how much liberty that'll bring when people who don't, amen, necessarily feel like it and may not even want to, amen, stand and give glory to God because God is great. That's the truth tonight. I don't care what the devil said. God is great. He's all powerful. He's greatly to be praised. Glory to God. Say, so you can't praise God from the place you're in. He's a liar. You praise God from wherever you are tonight. Amen. You don't believe me? Give it a try. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm convinced the devil trembles at the thought of the church getting a hold of the truth and understanding that he does not have the power to dictate to us whether we give glory to God or not. I'm not asking you to put on anything. Amen. But the Bible said, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh, it's within me. Amen. Spirit of God saying something different tonight than the devil's saying. The Word of God saying something different tonight than the devil's saying. You do have hope. Ain't nobody here, as far as I know, is hopeless. Amen. If you are, I don't know about it. They talked about that place over there. And the word you get to, you can't get out of. I'm convinced, Brother Gerald, that's a hard place to get into. You may disagree. You may disagree with me, but that place is very, very hard to get into. I think, Brother Gerald, that men that get there know full well they've stepped into that place. I refuse to believe you could send away your dead grace and not know when you did it. I don't believe that. I believe there's more power. The love of God in that. I've been there. I've dealt, tried to pray with the man and for the man. Brother Gerald Edden was up and lost sleep and the devil tormented until he virtually for all practical purposes lost his mind. And you will too. If you don't rest, 
You don't sleep, you're tormented. And it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Amen. Praise God. A lot of people have believed it. A lot of people have suffered for years over believing the devil's lie. When did you do it? I don't know. How did you do it? I don't know. Amen. I know tonight. Amen. I understand where I am. I've been down here a long time now. And I thank God for every victory that has been won. I'm telling you tonight, we're still battling that. And we need to believe the truth and the Word of God tonight. Hey, I cannot, amen, I cannot do anything about all the voices. Amen. You'll, you'll have to resist the devil. Amen. You'll have to fight him. Amen. But I tell you tonight, you've got to choose what you're going to believe. You've got to choose what you're going to dwell on. Amen. You've got to choose tonight what you're going to speak about. I'm going to preach to your son-in-law one more time. You think he, I don't think he'll care. If God gives you something, brother, stand up and tell us what God give you. You don't have to say nothing about how much you're saying. You don't have to say nothing about being from the home church. You don't have to say nothing about all the words or how you're going to say nothing or nothing at all. Amen. If you're going to preach, you're going to testify, stand up and say what God's given you. The devil might be right here the whole time. Amen. But i got to put my hand over my ear. Amen. i got something to tell you tonight. Amen. Lord gave me a scripture and you give. Because every time you open that door, you give him a room. Amen. To war with your mind. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Amen. You rebuke him tonight in the name of Jesus I can't tell you he'll never whisper in your ear again but I can tell you you can stop saying it if you want to amen praise God trying to overcome amen amen I've tried to war against it in preaching amen you'd be surprised how many thoughts are running through my head? Amen. How many things and directions I'm going? And the voice has said, you probably ought to just sit down. Amen. But there's another one there. Brother Gerald has said, this is what I give you. And I sent you over here to say it. Amen. So I'll labor through it tonight. Amen. Without giving him an ounce of credit. Amen. We give him too much place tonight. Amen. You say the devil tried to keep me from testifying. You don't have to say that. I'm still preaching tonight. Some of you just quit me, but I. We have invited him in. We have believed what he said. We've given him a place in the house of God when he shouldn't have had one. And made sure he got lots of recognition throughout the service. We didn't have to. No, we didn't. No, you did not have to. Said he's accused me all day. Amen. There ain't a lot I can do about that. But I can tell you, you can pick where you can believe. You can pick what you dwell on. Amen. You come to the house of God knowing that the devil's been drawn in your ear all day and standing and say, I'd like to give glory to God. He helped me today.
and leave it there. Amen. Leave him out in the cold. Don't bring him in here. Amen. Don't give him no place. We come, amen, to give glory to God, the accuser of the brethren. He's at work, but you don't have to believe him tonight. I need you to read for me in Romans chapter 10. Amen. Voices. Amen. I probably tonight haven't said anything either you hadn't heard before or you believe. Amen. My sister's real bad about it. I preached to her. She has the habit of saying this probably don't mean nothing to you. And I said, I wish you wouldn't say that. You know what? You know why she says that? Because there's a voice right in here that said, ain't nobody cares nothing about that. And that is not God. I want you to stop saying it. I told my daughter, don't say that no more. If you got a song, sing it. If you make a flop, so be it. We've made plenty. The only body that ever don't make a flop is those that sit on their hands and don't do nothing. But if you're going to try, you're going to succeed. You're going to go way high sometimes. And sometimes it's not going to go over the top. But whatever you do, don't believe the lies of the devil. And sure, don't come up in here letting everybody know that he shut the whole service down. Oh, yes, he did. You had a song. God give it to you. Something said, that's just you. God didn't give you that. Don't sing it. You sound, you, you sound like you're familiar with it. I often think about you telling Brother Gerald, Brother John told about when they were in the battle. He's probably standing right there asking God to help you. And God told you, you just need to start acting like a man that God's fixing to help. I want to ask you tonight, are you acting like somebody that God's helped? Right now, at this moment, are you behaving yourself like somebody that God reached down the horrible pit? Amen. David said He brought me out of the pit. Amen. Set my feet on a rock. Amen. He did more than that. He straightened my steps up. He cleaned me up. And He said, walk this way. Amen. And He established my going. Are you acting like a man tonight that God's done great things for? Yes, you do have a right to praise Him. Yes, you do have a right to lift your hand and give glory to God. I don't care what the devil said. The Bible spoke about Moses speaking about the righteousness of the law. Brother John, the Bible said, but the righteousness, where's that verse there? That reach which is of faith. Amen. Did you know the righteousness that is of faith talks different than anything else in this world? Amen. The righteousness which is of faith talks differently when the devil said, you're a welcher and welchers can't get saved. 
the righteousness which is by faith says I can save him. I can save him and I can keep him. Amen. I can save him and I can give him a home and a life that he can be happy about. That he can bless the congregation. Righteousness which is by faith. About six months ago, I come out of my office. I was in revival. I stepped out of my office to go to the front to pray with the rest of the church. When I come out, Brother Gerald, there's a man and his wife. They're four children sitting right over there about where Brother Dwight is. Never seen them before in my life. Didn't know who they were. Didn't know where they come from. I told the church that morning that if God wanted to, and if we can believe Him, He can send us somebody off the street that we've never met before. Brother Billy Blankenship was there. And he went up and shook hands with my son. And my son said, Wow. There they were. She prayed that night. Got saved. She said, I felt it. You'd have thought she'd been around you folks all the time. But she hasn't been. She said, Brother Gerald, I felt it when it went through my top of my head. Came out the bottom of my feet. The righteousness which is by faith. Do you hear what it's saying tonight? Do you hear what the Word of God is saying? In the book of Revelation, seven times, He said, He that hath an ear, let him hear. What do you want him to hear? Amen. What do you want him to listen to? Let him hear what the Spirit is saying. I don't care what the devil's saying. I got a good idea. It's doubt. It's defeat. It's hopelessness. It's despair. It's despondency. Amen. Let me hear what the Spirit's saying. So the righteousness which is by faith, it says, Say not in your heart how now I know people like to live there and if you do I, I come to preach against it tonight some people like to wallow in that place but the righteousness which is a faith says do not say it's too high I just can't reach it that's not the righteousness which is a faith Speaking. Amen. Who's going to, how are we ever going to get up there to bring this glory down? That's not the righteousness which is of faith. How are we ever going to go deep enough to get down there and bring Who's going to descend into the deep? I hear that voice. You hear that voice. But it is not the voice of the righteousness which is by faith. You might believe tonight the devil might have convinced you that the goodness of God is too far away for you to reach. He might have told you, young man, that you will never do any better 
then in for a little while, and then back out in sin. I wanted to tell you about that man. His name is Thomas, Brother Tommy. He testified just the other night. Brother Gary made me think about it. He said, Brother Gerald, this has been the best month, six months, whatever, of my life. His daughters now are testifying to being saved. They pray in the altar. They raise their hands. They weep and they cry. It's a lie that tells you that God is any further away than what you can reach. It's a lie. The Bible said, the righteousness says, say not this. But then it says, but what saith it? I want to ask you tonight as this brother reads this, who are you going to believe? The voice that says it's too far away. Somebody could get saved tonight. Yes, sir. Not, I don't have any special insight. I hadn't seen a vision, but I believe that book. And I believe if you're lost tonight and you meet the requirements of what this book is telling us, you may have come here lost, but you can leave saved. I don't care what the devil says. I don't care what you've done or where you've been. Amen. Or how many times you've been up or out. Amen. If the Word of God's right, and it is, and the truth of God speaks to us tonight, that righteousness says, do not say it's way off from here. But what does it say? A word of faith. I ain't talking about some charismatic movement. I'm talking about the Word that brings faith. The Word that is faith. Now the Bible says, if you would believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you'd be saved. I believe that. I won't ask you if you're lost here tonight. But if you are, I want you to know that's the truth. It'll work for you. Every reason that has presented itself to you tonight can be cast down as a lie of the devil. The Word of God can be held up as the truth. And if you'll come to it, you'll be saved. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord. Do you believe that tonight? He said, Brother Jeff, what's all this? I think it's important for you to acknowledge if for no other reason so the devil will know I'm dealing with the man that believes the Word of God. I believe it. I want my adversary to, to know tonight that I believe, amen, that anyone that would call on the name of the Lord would be saved. Amen. I'd like to preach enough faith to you with enough grace tonight, Brother Gerald, until the voices that are contrary to the truth, amen, would fade off in the distance and a man can say, I can get help from God. Amen. I don't know how long I preach, but I want to tell you about David. First chapter, First Samuel chapter 17. 
in the valley of Elah. Philistines on one side, children of Israel on one mountain with the valley in between them. And they set the battle in array. They roared and shouted at one another for days on end. Goliath came down to the midst of the valley and said, I'm a Philistine. You're the servants of Saul. Send me a man to fight. And if I overcome him, you serve us. And if he beats me, we serve you. The Bible said the children of Israel and Saul heard these words and they were greatly distressed. Words. Words. Despite the fact that God was their God. Despite the fact that their history was replete with places where God brought them out. Done great things for them. Just words. Powerful words. Fearful words. Threatening words. But words nonetheless. Every time the Lord's dealt with someone to come and pray, and the devil says, you can't pray tonight, they could have. If they hadn't believed the lie and the voice that told them, there's no help for you in God. He said, Brother Jeff, those words would have had that effect on anybody. That's where you're wrong. David came, saluted his brothers. How y'all doing? Bread and cheese, and dad's wanting to know how y'all are faring. Just checking on y'all. And while he was there, Goliath stepped out again. And the Bible actually says that he said the same words. And it brought fear and despair. And like I said, some, pe- some people love to live in that place. I don't know if I can get you out of the ditch or not. But the same words that caused that mighty army to fear and tremble. This young man, Brother Steve, when he heard him, he let me at him. What's to be done? For the man that takes out this Philistine. Amen. Takes away this reproach. Let me add him. Amen. Is there not a cause? It's not the words, brother. It's not the voices. It's the condition of the heart. It's the man that hears them. And what his reaction is to the voices that he hears. Amen. That makes all the difference. Amen. Be shouted out. Doubt and fear. Amen. And all these things. But you get up and sing anyway. Amen. Because somebody needs to sing tonight at the house of God. You get up and testify. And you preach, brother, just because somebody needs to preach tonight. And it's my responsibility. Amen. Where is the call? Where is the battle? Am I losing you? So the voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you're too young. You're just wanting to show out. And he got to talking until the words come to Saul. And Saul said, I want to talk to that boy. Saul got to talking to him and said, that man been a soldier for longer than you've been alive. You're just a youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. If tonight you're waiting to move and grow in God till the voices stop, you're done. If you're waiting, young man, to become a pillar and useful in the house of God, waiting for the noise and the doubt to stop, you're done. He said, I was hoping it would be different than that. I can tell you about the day my dad passed away. He got that blow on his head. A lot of you will remember him and his bleeding, obviously, inside his head. And uh, he laid there on the floor, Brother Gerald, of that little house. And he got past responding to us. And he got past knowing that we were there. About the last thing I did for him that he'd even know about, he said, take my boots off. And I pulled his boots off, and after a while, he was beyond communicating. Brother Gerald, but even then, we got close to him, and he is rebuking the devil. In a little while, Brother Steve, the power of God fell in that little house. The saints of God, Sister Carol Williams, she shouted all over that living room on her knees. People bucked and shouted and gave glory to God. And while they were doing that, he went away. My point is, if you're waiting for the voices to stop, you ain't never going to do nothing. You ain't never going to reach nothing. You ain't never going to have nothing for your children. Your sons are going to be without a leader. What you have to do is make up your mind to believe the truth and not to believe the lies. And they said, David, you can't do that. And he said, I hear you. But there's another thought rattling around in my brain. I remember the day that I was over there keeping the sheep. And the lion came out and roared against us and took a lamb. And David said, Rusty, I ain't going to have it. Brother Jeff, that's a lion. Did you know? Yeah, but that's a lamb. That's your child. He wakes up in the middle of the night tormented and can't sleep. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? Going to bump mom and tell her, roll out and go see what's wrong with Junior. You better get out and get in there, brother. The devil's tormenting that boy in case you didn't know it. He's after his soul. He'd like to kill him if he could. Amen. Like he did for the father. Amen. That father said, off times. It stole him in the fire. It's tried to drown him. The devil's tried to kill him. Amen. Many times. Got quiet right then. I want to tell you, we need some that's got what David had in him. Amen. The word of righteousness that faith speaks. 
And he told Saul, Thy servant kept the sheep. And a lion came out and roared against me. And I took, pursued the lion and caught him and took the lamb out of his mouth. To put the lamb down and said, Get back to your mama. And then the lion rose up against me. And I caught him by the beard. And I slew. And David said, there's a voice inside my head that's telling me that uncircumcised Philistine right there will be just like the lion and the bear. (laughs) Don't worry, Saul. Don't let no man's heart fail him. Don't worry. I got this. I got this. God's helped me before and He done spoke to me and said, Amen, that this uncircumcised Philistine, Amen, will be just like one of them. I believe tonight the Lord still speaking faith. Amen, the Spirit of God still speaking power and confidence and hope tonight. Are you listening? Many there be that say of my soul there's no hope for him in God. Brother Gerald, I've had the experience of the devil telling me God wasn't going to help me. And while he was telling me that, God helped me. I'm about through Isaiah 41 and 14. I got one more verse to give you if you'll read it for me. Amen. Isaiah 41, I believe it's 14. Fear not. Fear not. It don't hurt tonight to remember where you came from. And if you think you stand on your own power, you surely will fall. I think if you'd look, I heard this said, and I'm not counting them, but I heard it said that the admonition to fear not, the commandment, if you will, is the most repeated commandment in the Word of God. I'm not counting them, but Brother Steve, don't be afraid or fear not is in there as an admonition as much or more than anything else. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. What did he say? Thou worm Jacob. And you men of Israel. The Lord says, I will. We're not going to read all of this, but in the first 20 verses, or in 20 verses, God takes the responsibility to help those people 20 times. At least 20 times. He says, I will. The devil said, God's not going to help you. I could believe that. You could believe that. Maybe you do. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. God Himself said, I will 
help thee. I'm going to. I said, Brother Jeff, that's so high. I understand. Then the Redeemer, he speaks. I don't know that I just make a distinction between the two, but I like it, Brother Gerald, that the Redeemer speaks up. The Lord, Jehovah, I will help thee. The Redeemer says, I will help thee. Amen. We have the ability to look in the past and say, God, help me. He did. He helped me. And we have the ability to look in the future and try to reach faith and say, God's going to help me. But we stumble. I would like to tell you tonight that God is helping me right now. Is He helping you right now? Is He helping you? It is true. The devil did lie. God's helping me right now. Oh, it's been different in the past, sure. Amen. We got the hopes and dreams of the help of the Lord coming in the future. Amen. But can anybody say amen tonight that the Lord's helping the church right now? Amen. Right at this moment. Amen. God is in the midst of her. The man said there's a shout of a king among them. God's here tonight. Amen. I like to tell the devil, I know you're a liar. That voice that said, God ain't here. You're a liar. God's here right now. You feel Him? Amen. You do, don't you? This brother right here been feeling Him a lot longer than me. Amen. God's right here in this congregation tonight. Amen. The Lord is helping me even right now. Stand with me tonight if you would. I'm going to give an altar call. But can you acknowledge the help of God? I'd like for you, if you can, thank God for helping you right now at this present. Lord, I feel you here. I feel your nearness. I feel your presence. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for helping every young man, every young lady. Praise God. Amen. Ways made clear to this altar tonight. I tell you with great joy and confidence, the devil can't stop ne'er one of you from coming to God. Did you hear me? I'm putting every bit of responsibility on you. That's where it belongs. You need to do better. Come and pray. I can't. Why not? Whatever the answer to that is, it's a lie. You can. I'm going to ask you to be to reach for a little bit of honesty tonight. If you love sin, you love the life you're living, then you're probably not going to come and pray. But let's be clear and be honest with one another. The devil ain't stopping you. He can't. He knows he can't. He's got a real thin veil that's a lie. And if you could look up and believe the Word of God tonight, 
the Bible said, God said, the Redeemer said, I will help you. Now I would encourage you tonight, don't, you don't need to spend a lot of time talking to the devil. I would encourage you not to try to go around to everybody that says you can't and tell them, yes, I can. Don't do that. What you do, young man, is you run to meet the giant and you kill him and you cut his head off and you come back with this sword over your shoulder and his head in your hand. Enough said. While the voice that says you can't do it, you're too young, you're too weak, you're too feeble. No way, no way, no way. When the giant hits the ground, Brother Ross, all of that stops. You can't kill... Oh. There's no way Goliath's going to... Oh. The children tell us one little stone went in the sling. And the sling went round and around. It's hard to find a place to stop, but Goliath didn't stop running his mouth. He said, I'm a dog. You're just a boy. I'm going to feed your carcass to the fowls of the air today. And he cursed him by his gods. David said, I hear you. I see your mouth running. You come to me with a sword and a spear. All I got to tell you is I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hear the other voices, but I, amen. Someone get me a song. Amen. I've been thinking about this one, and I know it's somewhat hard to sing. But the song said, when I'm broken from the battle, and I've lost another round, Satan whispers to my troubled heart, lay your armor down. Where are those you've loved and trusted? Look around you. They are gone. It would be easy to surrender. Can I tell you one more thing? You ain't never stood alone. Say, Brother Jeff, how do you be so confident? I'm throwing every bit of my hope, Brother Gerald, on the Word of God. And the Lord said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So that I may boldly say, from the bottom in the pit, in the battle, whatever you want to say, I may boldly say, the Lord, the Lord's helping me. The Lord's helping me. Ain't you got trouble? Yeah, but the Lord's helping me. You got challenges? Sure, but the Lord's helping me. So I bowed my head in sadness and I pondered what to do. Been in God's army for so long, and I think it says, I've been a soldier true.
This is my favorite part. Then I hear a voice from heaven. And somehow, Brother Gerald, that voice has the ability to cut through all the noise and all the clutter. And I hear a voice from heaven saying, Pilgrim, it is I. Lift your head and take new courage. That's my message to you tonight, church. Saints at Pine Grove, lift your head. Take new courage. If I could stop the noise, I would. But every battle of the warrior is full of confused noise and garments rolled in blood. And I'm just like you. I'm just a mortal man. But I've tried, Brother Gerald, at times to listen to that voice from heaven. Tell me where I'm at. Give me my bearings. Show me. You have someone to come and sing, Brother John. It'd be fine. Amen. Anyone has a song? I want to tell you tonight, it is without question. It is God's will to help His people. Do you need help tonight? Do you want help tonight? Oh, I wish for the remainder of this meeting, brother, we could believe God. The voice that's telling us, you can have help. You can receive. I'll help you. I'll move for you. I'll honor you. I love when the Lord begins to speak. They're going to sing for 40 chapters or so. Job and his miserable comforters talked and went on and on and on. Finally, Brother Gerald, the Bible said the Lord spake unto Job and answered him out of a whirlwind. And when God started speaking, everything changed. I love you tonight. I want the best for God's people. We must believe the word of God amen saying when you're ready these altars are open tonight if you'd like to find help from the Lord amen let's seek the Lord amen I fall number one Surely be me I thought I could be What I wanted to be I thought I could be Oh, sinking sand But I can't even walk Without you holding 
Her love.